You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. My name's Ryan. I also really like Tailwind, and I'm using it for one of my projects. I wanted to know what your thoughts were on how to properly override Tailwind classes between child and parent components. When I build components, I will use, of course, Tailwind to build them out and have them own their own styles. Sometimes I want to override certain styles. For example, say a a width. The child component, let's say, has a w-full class setting its width to full, but maybe I want that to be uh, fixed to 100 pixels from whatever consuming component says it needs to be 100 pixels, so I might pass in what, what, whatever the class is, w-bracket, 100px, close bracket. This would work fine, but the generated, the, when Tailwind generates these classes, like the, the one I just mentioned, w-full, the precedence that is determined by the order that they appear in the generated style sheet, so therefore the, the consuming component can't always reliably override any Tailwind classes applied by the the child component. I see some solutions online that lean towards like a dynamic uh, merging of all these classes. I was thinking about maybe trying to combine this with another solution like CSS modules and use the add apply uh, preprocessor or annotation or whatever it is with um, the Tailwind offers. But I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on how to solve this problem. Thank you. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey there, Ryan. This is a great question, and it's a really common one, too. And uh, I, I remember with CSS and JS, that was really nice because you could just merge the objects together, and there would be deterministic uh, overriding of styles. And uh, with Tailwind, you, you don't get that for the problem that you described. Um, and I actually think what I do is I accept a prop that uh, is explicitly controls the thing that I want to be able to override. And I think this is actually better, even though it's less powerful, um, precisely because it's less powerful. So um, if you wanted to control the width, then uh, you can have a width property. Um, I will often have like a size property on the button or something that uh, controls a different size. And then um, I will have an object that is the classes that will be applied based on the size prop that's given. So you'll have um, an object that is sizes, and then you have a small, medium, and large. And then um, uh, those are the properties of the object. And then the value is the class names that will be applied when um, that option is is provided. Uh, And then I just select which one of those um, properties is passed as the prop for size. And that ends up working out really well. Um, and the, the nice thing about it is because it's so constrained, um, you, you don't have unexpected uh, situations where you have this component that um, somebody else is using and they're just throwing class names on it and uh, it happens to work today and then um, you go in and make a change that breaks them unknowingly. So I like having that explicit API that says, no, here are the ways that you can customize this and um, and there's no other way to customize it. I think that's actually a good thing. And actually before CSS and JS, um, 
when it was all just class names and, and regular CSS, that's how I did it um, before. And so just kind of going back to that same idea now. Um, so if you wanted to have something that's like completely customizable from the styling perspective, then um, what you would what you also could do is uh, say, if you provide a class name prop here, then um, I'm going to take exactly what you provide and I will not add any of my own. And so that means you have to provide all of the other class names. And um, that I can see like, well, that sounds really annoying. Um, but uh, what you could do is export um, the uh, a couple of the like base class names and, and uh, so that you could combine them with, um, you know, you'd say here are the animation class names and here are the um, size class names and um, the font class names or whatever, uh, if you wanted to do something like that. Uh, I don't think that I would do something like that, but uh, that is another option if you wanted to um, give complete control over styling of a particular element. But yeah, uh, I just like props that are specific to um, the customizable options of things, and that seems to work out pretty well. I hope that is helpful to you, and I hope you have a marvelous day. Bye, Ryan. This has been the Call Kent Podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.